Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got a preview of how House Republican oversight could go, courtesy of Jim Jordan. Number two, Morgan Ortegas is booted out of the Tennessee race. And number three, the latest on U.S. assistance to Ukraine. All right, let's get into it. The number one story in Punchbowl News AM this morning is a look at what a possible preview of oversight in a House Republican majority may look like if you take a look at a letter from Representative Jim Jordan, the Republican of Ohio, to the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas is testifying in front of the House Judiciary Committee next week. And Jordan, the top Republican on the panel, has a battery of questions he wants answered. Title 42 Public Health Authority and its use at the borders to deny migrant asylum claims and expulsions will be the banner issue. This is Mayorkas's first appearance before the House Judiciary Committee, a panel with some of the sharpest partisan splits in Congress, and it will be a tough hearing for the cabinet secretary responsible for one of the toughest issues President Joe Biden faces, controlling the U.S.-Mexico border. So let's dive in here a little bit with a few of the dynamics to consider. Number one, Jordan, once a foe of House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, is now one of his closest allies. The Ohio Republican is going to have the room to be incredibly aggressive when it comes to oversight of DHS, the Justice Department, and just about any other agency in his purview if the Republicans win, of course, especially on immigration, one of the GOP's top issues. Another dynamic to consider during the Obama administration Representative Daryl Issa, the Republican from California, then the chair of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, took a similarly aggressive stance, and the White House tried to find ways to manage him. Think slow-walking document production, making witnesses available very sparingly, and generally trying to make Issa look extreme. The Trump White House was even more aggressive in resisting Democratic demands for information and access. So we'll have to see how the Biden White House is going to handle a possible GOP majority in the House and or Senate. Another thing to consider is Democrats will have plenty to grill Mayorkas on as well. They don't like the fact that the Biden administration kept using Title 42 authority to expel hundreds of thousands of migrants more than a year into Biden's administration. So Mayorkas will take it from the right and the left on immigration. You should also expect Democrats to press Mayorkas on domestic terrorism threats, including a wave of bomb threats against HBCUs. This is something that Democrats in particular care very deeply about. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Morgan Otegas, the Republican who former President Donald Trump backed in the Tennessee race uh, for the House, has been knocked off the ballot. The Tennessee Republican Party voted Tuesday to boot her off the primary ballot in her race for the House. Ortegas, as you may remember, was the spokesperson for Mike Pompeo at the State Department. She moved to Nashville last year and got former President Trump's endorsement for a newly drawn House seat. The state GOP also voted to remove two other candidates from the ballot, 
In a statement last night, Ortega said, quote, our team is evaluating the options before us. But it's important to consider this from NBC News. They are reporting that in an earlier interview, State Senator Frank Nicely, who is supporting former State House Speaker Beth Harwell in the primary and recently came under fire after he invoked Adolf Hitler in a State Senate floor speech, also had this to say about Ortegas and former President Trump's endorsement. He said, quote, I don't think Trump cares one way or the other. I think Jared Kushner, he's Jewish, she's Jewish. I think Jared will be upset. Ivanka will be upset. I don't think Trump cares. Of course, he's talking about the former president's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and his daughter, Ivanka Trump, who are both Jewish. Ortegas responded, Quote, anti-Semitism is the oldest and one of the most vile forms of hatred on this earth. And Senator Nicely should be ashamed of his repeated anti-Semitic rhetoric. I'm incredibly proud to call myself a part of the Jewish people. And I've always called out anti-Semitism when I see it in all of its forms. I will condemn anyone who traffics in this hate mongering. This will be something to watch in the coming days and weeks to see how and if Morgan Ortegas finds a way to get back on the ballot, but also just how ugly these primaries can be, particularly when it comes to anti-Semitism. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning, how the House could vote on a Ukraine lend-lease bill as soon as next week. The House is moving toward a vote on a bill that would essentially speed up the shipment of weapons from the U.S. to Ukraine as it faces a new Russian offensive. The Lend-Lease bill is a top priority for Senator John Cornyn, the Republican from Texas, the legislation which revives a World War II-era program that essentially eliminates some of the bureaucratic steps to arming U.S. allies sailed through the Senate earlier this month, along with two other bills punishing Russia for its bloody invasion of Ukraine. The House is now considering taking up the Lend-Lease legislation next week under suspension of the rules a floor procedure reserved for non-controversial bills that require two-thirds support, a senior Democratic aide told us. Other Democrats told us the measure is largely just a messaging bill. The issue is not the speed in which weapons are delivered to Ukraine, according to information the Pentagon has relayed to lawmakers. Instead, the issue is the lack of available weapons and other supplies from defense firms. The news of the House vote comes as the Biden administration plans to announce another round of military aid to Ukraine, similar to the $800 million package unveiled last week, NBC News reports. And with that, one other thing to note, just want to remind everybody, we are interviewing Representative Patrick McHenry, the Republican from North Carolina, next Wednesday, April 27th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You can join us in person for that conversation, which is going to have a ton of news that we are going to look to break with him, as well as a conversation about equitable access to credit and his plans for next Congress. You can join us in person or virtually and sign up for that at our events hub at punchbowl.news. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.